David, um, what, what Thomas side did you get this next day? Welcome in to the First Down Fantasy Podcast. Shout out to Ray Ray for the new intro music, First Down. Go listen to it. Go check it out if you haven't heard it. What did you guys think of the, uh, the new intro? It's like it was... It's like it was made for us. That's what I was thinking. Like, he's just been waiting for us to discover it. What, uh, Eric, what do you think? You know, it's fitting. It's fitting. Uh, nobody should ever forget our fantasy podcast again. Yeah, it's literally speechless. <laughs> we like to welcome in, uh, our guest for this show. He goes by Long Arms Jewish Fraser, or you can go by his birth name, Jason Fraser. Welcome into the pod. Yo, how's it doing, everybody? Let's get it done, baby. Let's go. Let's go. John Van Etten. Hola, 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 hola. And we got Eric Mendelson. Hey, listeners. We uh, we got a lot to cover in today's show. Um, so we'll hop right in. We, uh, we first always like to start out after our little intro uh, with some takeaways from this past week. So we look first into the week nine games. And Eric, I'm going to start with you. What are your takeaways you got from week nine? Uh, my takeaways, first of all, uh, Ravens are real. Uh, hung up 37 on the Pats D, uh, which was a historic uh, scoring defense prior to this. So. I think for the rest of the season, you feel confident starting anyone uh, for the Ravens just because of their potential upside. Uh, the next is uh, the Bears. Uh, I don't know if you can start anyone on that team. Uh, David Montgomery uh, vultured two touchdowns away, so I guess you're starting him and maybe Allen Robinson. But uh, as each week goes on, I just feel worse and worse about them. And then the last is, I don't think you can feel confident starting any Steelers pass catcher. Uh, Mason Rudolph did a lot of dink and dunks. I think Jalen Samuels had 13 catches. It seems like the running backs are going to get a lot of work uh, with him under center. So those were my big three takeaways. Let's slide over to the newbie, the fresh blood. What are, you, uh, what are some of your takeaways from this past week? Are we including uh, last Thursday's game, or, or no? Is that more than a week ago? We go into week. That's for week ten. So this, yeah, we'll talk about yesterday's game after this. No, no I, I meant like a week, a week before Thursday. Oh no, 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 yeah, last Thursday's game is included. Is included. Okay, so any quarterback can do well against the Cardinals, even if they're a system quarterback. Uh, start all QBs against the Cardinals. My man Jameis coming up this week. I don't care how fluky he is. Put him in. He's better than Garoppolo. Facts. Is it facts? I thought it was fiction. 
No, no, no. Facts. All right. My second one, um, Jaguars are absolutely terrible against the Texans. Jesus, they did bad. Hopefully, uh, Nick Foles comes in, rejuvenates that offense. Um, I'm not comfortable starting anybody but Fournette in that offense until Nick Foles shows that, you know, they're not absolutely terrible. Uh, and just like Eric, dude, the Patriots are beatable, dude. I think their defense is highly overrated. They're playing like the bottom third of the league. And, uh, you know, don't don't be too afraid to start your studs. All right. That's some expert analysis there from amateur Jason Frazier. Um, and, uh, John, what were some of your takeaways? Well, I, I say uh, the two-back system is actually back in San Diego. I was I was pretty bearish on it before, but you know, a couple good weeks against the Packers and the and the Raiders, even in a loss, you know, two-back, I didn't think was sustainable. But uh, you know, Gordon's looking a little bit loose. He's looking good, and and Eckler's still catching and uh, doing a little catch and run. Um, I really just want to say, Dangerous is a legitimate MVP. Uh, for everything, he's just a god. The mobile quarter—it's the mobile quarterback era, in my opinion. I mean, why would you get a Philip Rivers when you can have, you know, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, uh, you know, or anything like that? And then I also uh, do want to say that uh, I wanted to piggyback on Eric's. The Bears are just trash. You know, I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, just say that the Bears are trash. I think they're in free fall now, and I think it only gets worse. Yeah, can you imagine? You're what were they? Eleven and five last year. Twelve and four. They look like one of the most up and coming teams, and now uh, they've won one game this year. Who would have thought? Life comes at, life comes at you fast. <laughs> I can't imagine. I mean, let, let's put this in perspective. If you're a Bears fan, you draft Mitch Trubisky over Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson, not, and you traded up to get him. Then you. In the playoffs last year, you have your kicker double-doink a field goal. <laughs> then, after that, you next, the next season, you win one game out of your first eight games. Like, I, I can't even, like, it's, I, I can't imagine the roller coaster life of a Bears fan. And guess we guess should have had Drew on this week. Khalil Mack. That's right, yeah. This is all with Khalil. The ben Raiders ben look like geniuses right now. I, I love, you must love as a Raiders fan, the fact that everybody was – like just pooping all over the Raiders for this trade, but now they look like they came out on top of it. Especially because we're going to get a top four pick or something this year. This is going to be wonderful. And you got the stud JJ. Josh Jacobs. I, I got it. Okay. Well, <laughs> no one responded. So, <laughs> um, My takeaways for this past week was Lamar Jackson is a legit MVP candidate. The fact that he took that to New England when they literally were basically making a game plan for him um, made me a believer. I think the Jets are extremely frustrating, and that clues Le'Veon Bell. I I don't know if you can trust any of them week to week. And Tampa Bay has two stud receivers, but it seems most weeks one of them is a stud and the other one's kind of a dud based on what you expect from them. So I think it's kind of one of those things you can't expect each week they're both going to go off. Um so kind of choose wisely on that front. Um, yeah, any other thoughts before we move on, fellas? I'm all good. Uh, this train rolling. All right. So we're going to move into our another segment staple. We're going to do in some buy or sell. So uh, for our buy or sell. 
Damn, you're really going all out with these sound effects. This sounds like a Mega Man Game Boy Advance background track. That sounded like really fast. Like you gotta like hustle, you gotta buy, you gotta sell. I I figured that kind of fit the theme. No, yeah, it was a good try, David. You're but you're an absolute fucking dweeb, dude. <laughs> sounds like the stock market. That's what I'm saying. See, like, see, someone gets it. And you'd be surprised. I actually spent an amount of time that I don't want to disclose on the podcast to literally find a soundbite that said buy or sell, and there were <laughs> none on the web. So. Just use the around the horn guy. You just make your own. What do you mean? Just record yourself saying buy or sell. Buy or sell. There you go, dude. Perfect. Uh, good. Maybe we'll have to make that happen, maybe. Um, so what we do, we always list about three buyers and three sellers. So three guys that maybe you can buy low on, maybe before your uh, league mates realize their value, and three guys that you're going to sell before their value kind of plummets. So I'll start with you, John, this time. Who are some of your buys and who are some of your sells? My buys, I am buying DJ Chark, uh, baby Chark, I think, with Foles coming back. It's really going to help uh, the pass catchers out of Jacksonville. And he was already pretty good, uh, even with uh, Minshew, but I think it's only going to get better from there. Um, I also have a buy on Chris. Kirk, I said last year I was trying to feel better and better about him, but, you know, he's not doing too well, but I think that's exactly the kind of time you get to trade for somebody like that. Uh, I think, you know, the Cardinals are always going to go down, so there's always a danger that they have to keep growing. And then my last buy, I do want to say, I don't remember if I said him last week, but uh, Le'Veon Bell, I'm still high on Le'Veon Bell. He's got a super easy schedule coming up. And he's still just as talented as he was in Pittsburgh, just on a worse team. Okay, so John's kind of going against what I said in our in my takeaway, where I'm kind of scared of uh, the Jets players. John's all in on Le'Veon Bell. No, I, he's just just too talented. And I'm telling you, look at his schedule. He's got the Giants. I think he plays, you know, the Bengals and the Redskins. I mean, it's just an easy, easy schedule coming up. All right, we go to. Uh... JJ, what uh, what are your uh, buys and sells for this week? All right, for my buys, you got a uh, Darius Geis coming off injury. Just got reacted from the sorry, reacted. He got a uh, he's reactive. No, he just got um reactivated from, okay. from the IR. Um, uh, he's gonna coming off a bye week as well. Um, I know Eric has him in our other league. I scooped him in in my third one, but he's only at, he's only in four uh, on the team in forty percent of leagues. So definitely just scoop him up if you have an extra spot. Um, also, get in a couple weeks before the great. Your boy Des Bryant is trying starting to try out for teams, looking to no. a contender. Is he really? Yeah. <laughs> so I say, if you have an extra spot, if your wide receivers are kind of weak, just slide him in there. You know, put him on the end. If you have an IR spot or something, I don't know how your how your leagues work. You know, he could be a he could be a league changer in in three weeks if he joins. You know, a team really in the hunt. Um, my third one is Ronald Jones, who just came off a great week. His coach was spouting off about how great he is and he needs more time. Um, he's probably going to be rostered, but you might be able to get a decent trade in for him. And I think that, um, the, even if Jameson is an absolute goofball, that their offense is still super explosive and he's worth a, he's worth a look. Now, that's a very touchy subject for me because I had to drop Ronald Jones in a league based off mm-hmm. all the injuries and buys I had last week in one in actually our, uh, our league that we're all in together. And I'm still salty about it because I think oh, yeah, before, before last week, 
he probably would have gone untouched, and I had to drop him the week that he went off. Yeah, your boy uh, Brent scooped him up with the number one waiver. I mean, doesn't get much better than that. Uh, sounds, like ba- sounds, sounds like bad roster management on your extremely part. Extremely frustrating from when you have Patrick Mahomes and uh, T.Y. Hilton, Josh Gordon, and you have a couple Rams players. I mean, you should have dropped off. Josh Gordon, dude. I don't know what you're thinking. Josh Gordon, I, we might we'll get into Josh Gordon, but I I, I think he's definitely worth it. by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't think we even did. Jason, we didn't even get to your cell players, did we? No, I didn't do so. Cell players. Yeah, I don't. We we weren't doing cell yet. I thought I just went to buy. Uh, that's fair, Eric. You want to? I know John did his cell. Eric, do you want to do your buys and then we'll touch back? Wait, on did he? Cell. Did John do his cells? I he I did. haven't sold a, a anything. Oh, so. I'm a bad host. I totally like Chick Fil A on a Sunday. I haven't sold it. <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah, well so then. Eric, uh, then, Eric, uh, give us your buys. Okay. Uh, so, my first buy is Derrick Henry. In standard scoring, he's the number six running back, which uh, Who's is – Who's selling it, bro? Who are you buying it from? Um, he's not a sexy name, but I, I feel like he's someone that people will dangle out there. Uh, last week, he had the lowest amount of touches he's had in a game, 13. It seems like there's no timeshare with Deion Lewis this year. And it seems like Ryan Tannehill will be the quarterback for the rest of the season, barring injury. So I think that that benefits everyone. My next is Tyler Boyd. Uh, A.J. Green's still out. He actually had a setback. But even if A.J. Green does return, I think Tyler Boyd still is a starting wide receiver for them. Uh, They have a bad defense, so they're probably going to be playing from behind a lot and throwing. With the new QB, Ryan Finley, he may play favorites. Um, But but. Even if he doesn't, Tyler Boyd has had six-plus targets in every game this year and double digits in five out of eight. So getting a lot of uh, target share. And my last is Golden Tate, uh, Mr. Bang Russell Wilson's wife or girlfriend at the time. Uh, Sterling Shepard could be on IR with concussion symptoms. Evan Ingram is hurt. Uh, He's still getting integrated in the offense. He missed the first four weeks. He costs much, um, probably will be a little more valuable in PPR. And he has six-plus targets in every game this season. So, once again, another guy with a high target share. I do want to make a note before we continue. Jason, I just looked at our league, and Des Bryant is not signed. So, are you talking up your guy and you're not even going to sign him? No, I don't have a spot for him because I have amazing fucking receivers. So You're just too too stacked? (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. Uh, I don't know about that. Your team record says otherwise. I mean, sometimes you get unlucky, bro. My my receivers are filthy, and you shut up. <laughs> Tyrell Williams had a big day for you last night. Jesus Christ! The whole, the, the whole I'm waiting for your boy Malze. I'm waiting for your boy Malze Bong over here, and he's not doing anything. Let Malze Jones. You know, communist China was not built in a day. Malze Jones will rise. Our glorious leader. <laughs> He's going to have – Zay Jones is going to have like 180 yards and a touchdown week fourth next season. And John will say, oh, I told you so. And and I will have told you so. <laughs> we'll have to dig up the archives from early in these podcast episodes to go find them. Um, so my quick buys, D.D. Westbrook, uh, Nick Foles coming back yep. week 11. D.D. Westbrook I think has huge upside as Nick Foles' go-to target. 
Uh, and I don't think he'll cost you a lot. Our league mate we've mentioned before, Bretton Summers, actually stole him in one of our leagues for uh, Ty Johnson. And he admit, and he doesn't think that it was a steal. I disagree. Um, but if you can get some kind of trade like that for D Westbrook, I think his upside's tremendous. I think he can have a DD or a DJ Chark type of upside. Um, my other one, uh, my next one is OJ Howard. I think with Cameron Bright hurt and also the kind of talk to get him more involved. I think at this point he's kind of a flyer. I think there's not a lot of expectations, but he has top five tight end upside. And uh, DJ Moore, who's quietly been one of the most productive receivers over the last few weeks, he's Kyle Allen's favorite target to throw to when it's not Christian McCaffrey. So um, he might not cost a ton if you were to go and trade for him. So he might be kind of a low-value target there. All right, I have DJ Moore, and I would not trade him for nothing. Oh, I'm not saying nothing, but you're not going to have to pay as much as you would for uh, like a Julio Jones, a DeAndre Hopkins, or even like a Devontae Adams or – any of those guys. Um, all right. I'm going to ask you guys, rest of season, I'll start with you, Eric. Stephon Diggs or DJ Moore? Stephon Diggs. Jason? Diggs. John? I'm big on Diggs. It's a good thing Kevin's not here because he'll just say something bad about him. <laughs> That's right. Kevin's the anti-Diggs. Um, so real quick, give me your uh, – Again, starting with uh, with you, John, just give me real quick your sells for the – I'm uh, selling Cortland Sutton, I think, uh, you know, rookie quarterback or – I don't even know who's starting at this point, to be honest, uh, which doesn't bow well for anybody catching the ball. Uh, I also think now you might want to try and uh, take your profits on Kirk Cousins. I don't know. I don't know if you have a, you know, back-end quarterback, too, who can slide in, but, you know, he's been looking pretty good the last few weeks. Might be the time to uh, – to sell high on him. And then uh, lastly, as a Robert, a frustrated Robert Woods owner uh, in a league, uh, I just want to sell him. I don't think he has a single touchdown all year. Uh, hard to get points when you're not catching touchdowns. He has a rushing touchdown, not a receiving one. Which yeah, is- yeah, I do remember that. I do remember that. So still. <laughs> I played against him that week. He actually scored a touchdown. I was very salty about it. Um. Okay, Jason, who are your uh, sells for this week? Uh, my first one is Jamal Williams. Um, I think he's been really filthy as far as you know, in the shadow of Aaron Jones. He's been putting up a lot of a lot of high touches, a lot of touchdowns. But with Devontae Adams coming back, I think that their offense is going to get more one-dimensional. I don't expect him to keep it up. Tell them all he's high. He's probably not going to be more, more than uh, flex play in the next coming weeks. Um, my second one's Odell. I know that you know he's pretty on a low swing, but his – uh, red zone target really fucking worries me. Try to get something for his names while you can. And my third one's Keenan Allen um, because Philip Rivers is an absolute goon. And uh, I don't trust anybody when Ke- when Philip Rivers is throwing in the ball. What's a goon? To a goblin. <laughs> to a job. <laughs> um. And Eric, who are your uh, who are so? Your my dogs? first one is system quarterback Carson Wentz. So he doesn't have Deshaun Jackson the rest of the year. He has under 20 fantasy points in five of his last six games. And he has a little bit of a tougher schedule coming up. Uh, faces New England uh, after or um, next week after the bye. My next is Amari Cooper. Uh, Michael Gallup is healthy. Uh, 
Amari Cooper has already had two MRIs this year in addition to his plantar fasciitis. He has only one game of double-digit targets, and that's when they were playing from behind against Green Bay. And he has under six targets in three out of eight games. So I think at this point in the season, if you're kind of looking to form your team around the playoffs, um, he's somebody that might not be healthy when you need him the most. My last is Kareem Hunt. So he's not on the Chiefs this year. Um, So I don't think he's going to be in as great of an offense. He's also coming off sports hernia surgery. So in addition to not being able to practice with the team because of his suspension, he hasn't been able to, to be in football shape. And I think you sell him to a Chubb owner because then he'll have his hand. I don't think he'll get a lot for him, but I think you, you could hopefully get some value um, for trading him. Okay. Very good take there. Um, I think uh, my three, uh, Sony Michelle, uh, whatever you can get from at this point, I still think he's worth the frustration of owning. that two weeks ago, uh, buddy. <laughs> I'm a little late to the party. So you probably could get more for him now, then than you could now. Um, scary Terry, Terry McLovin, F1. I've heard so many different nicknames for him. As long as uh, Haskins is the quarterback, I'm not touching him or I'm trying to get rid of him. And uh, I think, uh, wow, I can't even read my own handwriting. Oh, Ronald Jones. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it may be because I'm still salty that I dropped him and I'm hoping he sucks. Um <laughs> So I'm just, I think it's one of those things, if you wish it for it to happen, it's going to be in existence. So David, I'm just, you have two of my cell players that I did uh, the first week of the podcast. Like I said, I'm late to the party. That's, that's my doing his research. Yeah. So get rid of Ronald Jones. Hopefully he sucks. And then that way I can feel good about myself. If you're listening, Um, drop him. So then David can get him. That's what he really wants. And, and it is what I really, really want. So um, it's a little unfortunate I had to drop him. But um, before we go into um, into our next segment of this week's analysis, I want to touch on uh, our worst this week's uh, actually our random question of the week. Well, uh, who are we sponsored by this week? Who are we sponsored by? You ask. I do. We're sponsored by hummus. It's really good. <laughs> We're also sponsored by Black Bean Burgers. They're basically white people's falafel. <laughs> but what kind of hummus, though, are we talking? Are we talking about, like, the really good one, like, the spicy red pepper one? Or are we talking, like, the nasty one, like, the one that has, like, those little, like, well, little well, David, why would we be sponsored it? by the nasty one? We're... Wait, are, I, are we... I mean, I would be honest, I would take any sponsor. Are, are we sponsored point. by Sovereign? hummus because they had listerine recalls a couple years ago they had what recalls they they had listerine like the mouthwash in their hummus i think you're thinking of listeria (laughs) (laughs) i don't know should i look it up real quick no no i mean i'm 90 percent sure it's listeria i don't think they're putting mouthwash in the hummus and our sponsor would never do that I think you guys turned me off hummus for a good while. Well, you didn't name a specific brand of hummus, so we could just audible if they're the ones doing it. So we're basically saying any hummus brand <laughs> that wants to sponsor us, even if they have mouthwash, we'll take it. Um, so this week's random question of the week is, 
your worst fantasy loss ever. It could be a playoff game. It could be a regular season game that stuck with you. What is the one fantasy loss that you'll never get over? The one that basically will make you go. <laughs> I don't, I'm getting better, aren't I? David, you're putting a lot of time into this. I, I dig, I dig. I, I told you, we're all about growth here. So whatever I can do. Uh, so, uh, Eric, I'm going to start with you. And actually, you know what, Eric? I want to save you for the end because I think yours is actually probably the worst. Okay. Um, so, uh, Jason, I'll start with you. What's, what's your worst fantasy loss you've ever had? <laughs> um, a couple years ago in the semifinals of a league where only the top two teams get paid, I was down by a handful of points going into the Monday night game playing against only Jay Cutler while he was on the Bears. Uh, Jay Cutler put up about six points, which is not enough, and his team was down six to, like, 40. And with four seconds left, he threw a one-yard touchdown um, so that they would only lose by, like, 30 instead of 34 or 36, whatever it was. And uh, that caused me to lose my uh, playoff fantasy game because that four points is enough. Yay! I love when Jason's like sad. I would like to throw in an honorary mention for uh, Kevin Sewin, who's been on this podcast. He lost a championship game. Uh, I think it was by point two because Matt Forte didn't play the entire second half of a blowout game. And if he had three yards, he would have won. Uh, I think it was a game against the Eagles or something that they just got blown out. They would out. have never blown out oh. the Eagles. <laughs> Jason, I'm surprised you didn't choose uh, your most uh, worst losses, the one that's coming this week. Oh. Wow, dude! How could I wait? <laughs> How could I choose a game that hasn't happened yet? Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> John's calling I'm, for I'm the win already. Jason, the game has both already happened and it hasn't happened yet. You're just lucky Tyrell Williams didn't do shit. You're just yeah. I'm lucky I traded Stephon Dix for Tyrell Williams. I'm a. I mean, that wasn't the trade, but all right, true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we get to Eric's, which I, I, I do think is the worst loss of all time, that I maybe is, is up there for sure. I'd like to get, take you guys back, uh, it was about a little over a year ago, to the date of October 5th, 2018. It was a, uh, it was a warm afternoon. It was 45 degrees on it's a not Sunday. warm. Okay. <laughs> so there was a game in Seattle, or it was supposed to be a game in Seattle. Uh, the Seattle uh, Seahawks against the uh, – I guess they were the L.A. Rams, I guess, at that point. Maybe even the St. Louis. I think they were the L.A. Rams. Todd Gurley decided that he just wanted to just take my, my uh, fantasy hopes and just throw them on the ground, put his foot on them, and just squash them. As this guy ran for 152 yards and three touchdowns on the ground, caught the ball for a touchdown and re- for uh, 28 yards receiving, didn't even play in the last quarter and a half of the game, put up 45 freaking fantasy points and single-handedly took me out of the semifinals, which if I had beaten him, I would have won in my finals matchup. And what makes this super salt points, which is a solid game for a running back, I still would have won. But this guy needed 45 points at a fluky game to basically knock me out of the playoffs and knock me out of a championship. Uh, that will be the one loss I don't think I'll ever get over. That's that's bad, but Todd Gurley had that historic playoff 
stretch. He probably knocked a lot of people out with similar stuff. He did, but four touchdowns in less than three quarters of play is, a, is unbelievable to me. Are you are you foreshadowing to my story? Maybe you should have just drafted him, bud. Yeah, probably should have just drafted him. That was the year that I actually had a, a tail-end pick, and I took DeMarco Murray over him, so that was a very, very bad decision on my part. You sound upset, dude. It'll, it'll get better. Um, <laughs> if you can afford touchdowns, Eric, do you want to uh, – lead us into your worst fantasy loss has john told his yet no not yet I've i'd love eating. to hear john's oh i'm sorry john i missed yours go ahead well this just happened a couple of weeks ago the stakes the stakes were low and everything but i i just never seen anything like it i'm i'm watching uh fantasy football and i see Dak prescott running for a touchdown and i think that wins me the game uh, I don't know if I missed a player who still got a couple more yards or something, but we ended up tying. Uh, but I ended up losing because it wasn't just a tie. He, his quarterback had four more yards than I did, which instead of going to point two to point two, he had like point two five, and I had point two zero, and uh, I ended up losing on what looked to be a tie and what I thought was a win. And uh, he refused to uh, have a foot race with me to actually decide it, you know, the gentlemanly way. <laughs> These are all actually pretty bad losses. Yeah. Fantasy's very stressful. Um, sometimes I wonder why we play it. Yeah. This, this is the most stress I have. It's, it's bad. Uh, so, Eric, why don't you give us uh, your worst fantasy loss? Okay. I think this was probably five-ish years ago. I was in the fantasy semifinals, and uh, my opponent, shout out Urgent Singh, uh, he subs Isaiah Crowell out of his lineup at 12.50 and puts in Danny Woodhead, who I don't think he played the entire season and just rode his bench. Danny Woodhead had four touchdowns. All the touchdowns the Chargers scored that afternoon. He finished with, I think, like 30 fantasy points. And I lost by three in a high-scoring game. Had Danny Woodhead only had three touchdowns, I would have been fine. But four. Danny Woodhead is like 5'8", white, and he's getting these goal line carries. Why well, does it matter if he's white, dude? Yeah, I was going to say, what does his, his race have to do with it? For the, for the record, I mean, you know, you know, why I, I guess was for, against Austin Eckler until I found out I I I guess Christian McCaffrey is uh, breaking the color barrier for white running backs, but I've always associated with them being like Peyton Hillis's or like Aaron Ripkowski's. Uh, But yeah, just talking about this kind of hurts and uh, knowing that it will never change, that I will have always lost that game because of Danny Woodhead. Yeah, I I remember when that was happening, actually, um, that you – as it was happening, I, I, I couldn't believe what was happening. I actually felt – I don't feel bad for you very often, but I actually felt bad for you. And the worst is I was like, okay, you know, he only has one touchdown. That's not bad. And it's like, okay, well, you know, when he gets two, I still have a lead. And then, you know, obviously the third, I'm like, all right, what the fuck is this? And uh, and then, you know, it just obviously goes for the four of a kind. Hmm. Um. We're going to move on to our game previews because I have a fun little game I've got planned at the end that I haven't told you guys fully about yet. Um, So we're going to go quickly into our game previews for this week. (laughs) 
David, I can imagine you dancing to this in the background right now. I'm oh, actually dancing. No one's with doing Zeke. that. I'm dancing with Zeke right now. Okay, that's our for now. Our game previews drop. Um, so I'm gonna go around the horn. Uh, each of you guys, I'll give you guys a, a game to, to kind of just give us a little bit of background for maybe guys you will play, um, guys you might want to avoid for each for this week. Um, so because I'm signed into my ESPN, the Kansas City Chiefs game and Tennessee game is the first one on there. So uh, Eric, I'm gonna start with you. Uh, what are your thoughts for this game? Uh, so Mahomes is playing, right? Uh, as of right now, yes, Mahomes is going to play. Uh, you roll out your studs, you're playing Mahomes, you're playing Tyreek Hill, you're playing Travis Kelsey. Uh, you maybe play uh, Russian roulette with uh, the Chiefs running backs. Maybe start one of them. And then I think for Tennessee, uh, you maybe start Tannehill if you don't have any, any other options. Obviously start my buy high or buy low candidate, Derrick Henry. I still don't feel confident with any of the past catchers. So, unless you're feeling dangerous, I wouldn't do it. Uh, two thoughts. One, Eric, are you playing – if you have Damian Williams, are you playing him? I am playing Damian Williams because I am a fan of his. Okay. And then my second question – or actually, it's not a question. It's more of a statement. I think A.J. Brown has a decent game this week. So, just make sure you mark that on the podcast because Eric's not mentioning the fact that uh, we had two bets last week. And he, we, I was right on both of them. If you guys backtrack to our podcast, I said Jalen Samuels is a top 15 running back. Hence, top 15 running back. I also said Darius Slayton was going to be a bust. Eric said he's going to score a touchdown. One catch for six yards. So I think you should know who you should trust when they make a call on this podcast. For the record. Dude, why, why even ask him the question, dude? Just, just kick him off the podcast if he's that dumb. Uh, that's actually not a bad idea. For the record. <laughs> David didn't specify PPR standard. The league we always reference is a standard league. Jalen Samuels was not top 15 in standard. So take that, David. Oh, sibling rivalry going on. You guys should foot race for it. <laughs> uh, we're going to slide to our next game. The uh, Detroit Lions at Chicago. Um, the Chicago Bears, as we said, are very underwhelming. Uh, so, Jason, I'll have you uh, touch for this game. What are your uh, takeaways for this matchup? Yeah, I mean, you got to start all the Lions pass catchers and hope you threw the right dart because Stafford, just for whatever reason, can't throw more than one person in a game. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen, but um, he's trying his best out there. I also think he's hurt, so you might it might be a little, uh, little, little suspect, but I don't think you can sit anyone. Um, I'm not starting any of their running backs. I don't care who it is. Uh, for the Bears, I'm starting David Montgomery because the Lions have the worst run defense in the league. Um, but other than that, Jesus is Trubisky bad, so I'm staying away from everyone else. All right, Jason, I'm putting you on the hot spot. You have to play Galladay or Marvin Jones. Who has their good week this week? Oh, I don't know nearly enough about the Bears' defense to answer that question. I am an owner of Galladay in all three leagues, so Galladay. Going with Galladay. Oh, going with your heart, not your head. This is a Marvin Jones week all over it. You better you better <laughs> shut up. <laughs> we, uh, we touch on to the uh, – the, where we live is in Baltimore, so the hometown Baltimore Ravens at Cincinnati, the only winless team in the NFL. John, uh, is there anybody on Cincinnati you're playing, and what do you think about the Ravens' offense? Well, I mean, obviously against the Bengals, you got to think the, your Ravens' offense is going to go off. I mean, Lamar Jackson is just 
unstoppable in a sense. You know, he runs, he passes, and it's a little iffy uh, on their pass catchers. Uh, but I just think against an 0-8 winless team, there's not really a wrong player to play. And uh, I'm I'm not playing a single person on the Bengals. You know, Joe Mixon stinks. <laughs> Ryan Finley, I can't tell if he has red hair or not, but he probably stinks. So there you go. That's all you need. Bad offense. Uh, they're just going to stack the box, and Ryan Finley's not going to be able to get the ball to Tyler Boyd. John, hypothetically, not traded to the Raiders, would you ever draft him in fantasy? If what? If Joe Mixon got traded to the Raiders, would you ever draft him in fantasy? No, because the Raiders don't allow don't allow that they don't allow uh, woman beaters on their team. Trent Brown oh, is, under, right. uh, <laughs> is under investigation. The investigation is still ongoing. <laughs> is he not playing right now? Okay, no, he's playing. Um, for the record, he actually does sound innocent. I do believe him. Um, John, so looking at Lamar Jackson really quick, is there any quarterback that you're playing over Lamar Jackson this week if you had the option? Um, I mean, you could make an argument uh, for maybe Patrick Mahomes when he's healthy, not this week. I mean, I don't really see any other quarterback, you know, who has the upside this week at all. Okay, that's a fair point. Russell Wilson's playing the 49ers. Not really good matchups around. We uh we circle back. Breathe, dude. We circle back to the wagon known as the Buffalo Bills. Any applause or laughter is appreciated. Um, but not necessarily given. Did you make against, a joke? You never ever heard the expression "No one circles the wagon like the Buffalo Bills." Yeah, yeah, we we played that. Before. So not, yeah. You guys obviously it. don't listen to enough Chris Berman. You guys aren't going to acknowledge it. <laughs> All right, David, I acknowledge that you uh, that you said Arnold. that. You guys acknowledge my drops, but not my creativity. I see how it is. Um, so we look at the Buffalo Bills visiting the Cleveland Browns. And, uh, Eric, this is a uh, kind of a – I feel like a trap kind of matchup. I don't really know who is going to have a good game in this matchup. So clear it up for us. The over-under is 40, so uh, maybe not the most high-scoring game. Uh, for Cleveland, they haven't really looked good on offense besides Nick Chubb. Odell Beckham will probably be shadowed by Tredavious White. Uh, I'd say you have to temper your expectations for everyone in this game, even on the Bills' side. Joshy Poo, Allen, uh, I think, is, is held in check a little bit in the rushing game. I think John Brown's had a sneaky good year, and you're going to roll him out. You're obviously going to play your studs, but I think you just have to maybe temper expectations for not a high-scoring game. All right, and Jason, you get the fun game. I think this could be the highest-scoring game of the week. Uh, The Falcons visiting the Saints. Why don't you talk about this party we've got going on? Uh, Yeah, John said there's no one you start over Lamar, but I don't know if I agree with that. I think Drew Brees is going to have a hell of a game. There is the – Falcons we, defense is, is this, absolutely is this a, uh, podcast bet? Do we have a podcast bet? Uh, I mean, I'll definitely think Lamar Jackson for fantasy podcast. I, I'm, yeah, I'm not betting on that. I just think that Bree's going to have a really good game. Oh, um, you backtracked. He, he came out really hot and then didn't want to. I also think that uh, Alvin Kamara's back, but he has said in the media that he's absolutely willing to split touches. So I, I'd start both running backs if uh, if you needed someone in the flex. Latavius Murray has definitely got the talent. 
Uh, Michael Thomas is an absolute beast. Jared Cook's going to catch 12 touchdowns. So uh, just – Why'd you trade him to me then, Jason? <laughs> uh, because one good week does not make a good player. Okay? Chill out. Um, the Falcons <laughs> got their boy Matt Ryan back. Um, so hopefully he go, he does well. I don't know the severity of his injury. Uh, probably not going to start the running back for the Falcons, Devontae Freeman. Uh, but I just hate him in general. So I don't know if you should listen to me there. Uh, otherwise, gonna... I think you just start your studs. So, okay, so Jason, really quick, is there a player you're not playing in this game? Yeah, Devontae Freeman. I literally just said that. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> Yeah, the, the Saints actually have a good run defense, even if their whole defense is performing so well this year. They've had a couple of really solid games, too, in the last couple of weeks where they're stopping people for, you know, only field goals like the Cowboys. Um, so, so I'm definitely staying away from Devontae Freeman. I don't expect there to be a lot of uh, wiggle room for him. So next week I'm going to have a podcast bet drop. So anytime okay. we make bets, I'm going to keep track of them for the week, and we're going to air out our dirty laundry on the following okay. pod. All right. I Perfect. Like um. We move into uh, the matchup of New York, the New York Giants visiting the Jets. Uh, John, this is kind of a – I don't really know. I mean, this, this game, Evan Ingram, Sterling Shepard were already cleared out for the Giants. Um, is there anybody you like in this game? I like everybody. I think this is the highest scoring game of the weekend. A couple of crap teams with crap defenses scoring a lot of wait, points. Wait, wait, do we have other. our first podcast yet? Yes. So this is your highest scoring game. I say it's going to be the Falcons and Saints. Oh, I think I'm, I'm, I'm back in John. Bad beat good offenses. Yeah, I'm back in John, dude. Eric, where are you on this? I'm gonna go Falcon Saints. Brothers Ooh, versus two friends. Two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is documented. First podcast bet. Again, I'll have a drop next week for it, but just when you guys lose, just don't cry, okay? I mean, I'm not gonna cry too much about that. Yeah, very fair. Um, John, is is there a New York Jets pass catcher you like this week? Robbie, like I said, bad defense beats good offense sometimes. So Robbie Anderson can easily break. So I should put Robbie as my flex this week because I kind of nursed my Ronald Jones loss by uh, picking up Robbie Anderson. It's crazy. I think Zay Jones was available that whole time. I can't believe he didn't get. (laughs) Who's Zay Jones? Um, only the, the founder of the largest political movement in the history of the world. Uh, Eric, is there anybody you're not starting in this game? I'm sorry, I my phone just zoned out. I didn't hear. No, it was it was yeah, it was David. David, you just completely dropped. I didn't hear anything either. You sounded like a robot reciting Braille. Yeah, I think it was, it was my phone was connected to a charger. My phone's on ten percent. True, you can go now. We can hear you again. So what okay, did you say? Good. Um, Eric, can you analyze the Arizona Cardinals visiting the Tampa Bay Bucks for us? Yeah. Uh, I think it was Jason that mentioned earlier. I'm going. Uh, I'm giving you a challenge. Thirty seconds or less. Okay. Uh, start Kyler Murray. Start the start everybody on Arizona because Bucks D sucks. Start both Bucks receivers and only start Jameis if you're feeling ballsy. Eric, are you starting both Bucks receivers in a DFS lineup? No. 
Fair enough. All right, uh, we'll go Jason, the Dolphins, and Colts. Give me a 30-second uh, who we should play, who we shouldn't play. The Dolphins suck. <laughs> are you uh are you playing anybody besides marlon mack on the colts yeah everybody on the colts oh okay is brian hoyer a top 12 quarterback this week i think he's solid for dfs if uh what's his labor set because he's cheaper but i mean is he a top what, what was it 12 top 12 um I'm going to go – he's probably going to be around that line. Uh, I think they're going to stick to the running game a lot more than uh, than in the past weeks. And I don't think I'll have to throw that much because it often, like I said earlier, terrible. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, John, Carolina and Green Bay, Christian McCaffrey, the God, you're obviously starting. Um, are you trusting anybody else? Maybe the Green Bay pass catchers, um, their running backs. What are you feeling for this game? I just saw Valdez Scantling got uh, upgraded to active, so that's a little breaking news for you. Our so, our own John Schefter on the case. Yeah, he, he's healthy, so I do I do like him a lot. I got him in a dynasty league, uh, so sort of a go with my heart pick a little bit there. Uh, I do think uh, DJ Moore isn't a bad start either. At some point, he's got to get it, you know, start finding the the end zone. You, you would think, and then I, obviously Aaron Rodgers is a guaranteed start. You know what I feel in my blood, in my bones, whatever the expression? DJ Moore yeah. will get a touchdown this week. Okay, okay. Back Count in the on it. I like it. Um, Eric, uh, the Rams in Pittsburgh, what do you think? Uh, don't start anyone on Pittsburgh. Rams, uh, Goff, I guess Gurley, Cup. And Robert Woods, maybe Gerald Everett. No, I don't feel good about it. You're not starting Jalen Samuels? Uh, in PPR and standard, no. Oh, are we having, do you want to make another Jalen Samuels bet? Okay, is, are, is he top 15 in PPR? Yes. Uh, I will say no. Okay, another podcast bet. I always, yeah, Eric, I, mean, I will always ride for Jalen Samuels. Jalen Samuels will not catch 13 balls in another game. That was ridiculous. Yeah, but uh, Trey Edmonds is out this week. Um, Benny Snell is out this week, and James Conner's out this week. So, so they who's had to the other back? one off their practice squad. I don't even know who it is. Ooh, that's always fun. I got to see who it is. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Eric, I'll give you the opportunity to take it back if you want. No, I'm staying. Sure. All right. I'm all for Jalen Samuels again this week. Um, John, or uh, Jason, Minnesota-Dallas, our last two games here. I'll give it to Jason, you know, courtesy for letting him join All right, join Jason, Minnesota-Dallas. Um, as, as an Eagles fan, the Cowboys suck. Bench everyone, trade everyone. They're, they're garbage. That's all I have to say. Do you have any Cowboys on any of your fantasy teams? No. That's a true fan right there. <laughs> And also, I'm giving Steelers Darian Hall, who they just signed for this game, my must-start of the week. <laughs> you won't add him on Twitter. <laughs> Darian Hall. All right. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers from Pitt. What 
the school university. I think you know there's a little uh. Are, look in up there. his Twitter bio while we analyze the uh the last game with uh uh really quickly. Um, Eric, I'll let you just go back to you really quick while John looks up his Twitter bio. Uh, your San Francisco Niners holding hosting the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, what are your thoughts for this big matchup? Yeah, I think you play Russell Wilson, uh, but he, I think, uh, hasn't been as good at San Fran. You're going to start Lockett. You're going to start Carson. Uh, Metcalf has been balling, uh, but I think Sherman will probably cover him instead of Lockett, so to tamper expectations. The 49 can tell you who's going to have a big game today or on Monday. Jimmy G will, though. Not a system quarterback. Top agent. 12 quarterback this week, Eric? Yes. Oh, that's a joke, dude. I'll take that. All right, another podcast bet. All right, I'm going to have to write these down. So we'll start out. Well, that's like what we'll start out with next week. We'll do our answers for our podcast bet. Um, John, did you see his Twitter bio? Um, now, I tried to find him on Twitter, but I found someone at Dairy Berry. is an interesting name. It looks to be a, a girl uh, posing underneath the pier. With the bio, I'm not apologizing for trying to be funny. Uh, so I couldn't find his, but I did find that. And their header is uh, Rihanna flipping you off. I think that's fingers. just as good in my book. Um, all right. Well, nice job analyzing these uh, games, guys. Uh, before we get to our last thing, or my game I've planned here, um, I just want to ask each of you guys, uh, feel free to chime in. Is there anybody in DFS you want to recommend this week for uh, Daily Fantasy? Uh, if any of you three have any that you wrote down that you really wanted to mention? Golden Tate. Uh, Eric mentioned that shit earlier. I mean, Sterling Shepard's out. Um, Evan Ingram's out. They're playing against a terrible pass defense. So this, that ball's got to go to someone, especially – I don't know. I know that FanDuel and the other one are a little bit different, but if it's half PP, full PPR, definitely Golden Tate. I mean, he's only 6,300 in uh, FanDuel. Eric? Do you have anybody I have a couple steals. I think Kenyon Drake, uh, he's rated pretty low. Uh, Chase Edmonds is out, so it's going to split between him and David Johnson. Tampa Bay D sucks, uh, so I could see him, you know, getting a, a touchdown or two. And for wide receiver, I'd say Josh Reynolds. Uh, Brandon Cooks is out this week, so he's going to play in the three wide sets. He had a touchdown uh, the week before thereby, and he's pretty cheap, so – uh, I would definitely uh, look into him. Um, I would like to mention that uh, Bilal Powell might start this week. And if he starts, he's only $3,000 on DraftKings. What um, team is he on? He's on the Jets. Oh, true. Uh, is Le'Veon – I thought he was playing. But... Le'Veon right now is questionable. Did not practice as of yesterday. I don't know about mm. today. Um, and Ty Montgomery was passed on the depth chart by Bilal Powell. So, um, if – Le'Veon Bell doesn't play. He is literally only $3,000. Um, some QBs, uh, Ryan Tannehill against a horrible Chiefs pass defense, and Matt Ryan I think is a great play this week. Um, and maybe for wide receivers, look at A.J. Brown. Um, again, I think he's a touchdown this week. Um, and maybe at tight end, look at Mike Gusecki for the Dolphins, who's only $3,100. Uh, the Dolphins are rebuilding. I think he's their tight end right now of the future. So I think that he could be heavily involved in the passing game. Um, John, I know you're not a big DFS guy. Is there anybody you wanted to mention, or should we move on? Um, I did want to mention uh, that it's it's Darren Hall. I've been calling him Darian. 
so I was able to find his Twitter bio, and it's Christian Father Athlete. So <laughs> he said, right Twitter bio, he's an athlete. So you better pick him up. And he's a he sounds, first. he sounds like a good man. It's he's pictured with his child of a of a gender I I cannot determine. We're a gender neutral uh, friendly podcast here, so. Oh, first first yes, in the yes. nation. So, um, he sounds like a winner in my book. Put him in your lineup. Um, so are you guys all familiar with the game? I'm not going to use the f bomb, but f Mary kill. Are we not supposed to use the f bomb? I know you used it once already. Try to keep no it as, as clean as I can. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cursing's so funny. <laughs> um, so instead of that version, I have the version. Who do you want to punch? Who do you want to rub? And who do you want to tickle? That sounds worse. Yeah. If I want to rub, that sounds worse. <laughs> so, so, if, if, <laughs> so if, if someone you don't want at all, you punch them. If it's someone that you're uh, that you kind of tickles your fancy, you tickle them. And if it's someone you're very interested in, you rub them. Okay. So, so rubbing is is higher than tickle. <laughs> so. Where are we rubbing the them? highest? Tickle is you're like intrigued, and punch means you want no part of them. Where are we rubbing them? Uh, wherever your heart desires. All right, so you guys ready? All right. I I guess so. <laughs> All right, uh, Eric. Eric, I'm gonna start with you on the first one. The Chiefs running backs: Darrell Darrell Williams, Damian Williams, and Lashawn McCoy. Oh my god! So I'm gonna punch Daryl Williams. What did Daryl Williams ever do to you? I don't know. He's just a vulture. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna rub uh, Damian Williams. Rub is the highest, right? Yeah, rub is when you're like actually interested. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna tickle Lashawn <laughs> McCoy. And uh, as a bonus, I'm gonna stalk Darwin Thompson. You're gonna stalk him, okay? Yeah. So when you say <laughs> that's your sixth Lashawn, round right there, dude. Lashawn McCoy, is that just being nice, or would you rather punch him if you could? Um, no, man. Lashawn McCoy seems like a decent guy. Okay. Oh, uh, we move to our next one. Uh, John, Johnu Smith, Cameron Brait, Jack Doyle. I am tickling Jack Doyle. <laughs> I, who's the first uh, guy? John Smith for the Titans. I'm punching him. <laughs> totally, totally rubbing Bray. So you're all in on Cameron Bray. Oh, 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 I'm getting all in and all over. Where does he like to be rubbed? I don't rub and tell. <laughs> all right, Jason, uh, we're looking at, uh, Famous Jameis, Matt Ryan, and Carson Wentz. All right, can you guess which guy I would I would rub? <laughs> you know I saved this question just for you. All right, Carson Wentz is a fucking baller. Our receivers are <clears throat> absolute goons. System QB. But, uh, still gonna still gonna rub all over uh, Carson Wentz. Um, of the other two, I'm probably gonna punch Matt Ryan because he's only good in garbage time oh. this year. 
Ooh. And uh, I'll give a little tickle to Jameis, who uh, can still produce fantasy points when he has six turnovers. So, Wow, totally out of the order I think most of us three would go in. Am I right? Six little crab legs. <laughs> Wait, I, respect, I respect someone who throws the ball deep every play, no matter what. Okay? I respect it. He's literally the definition of chuck and pray. Yeah, facts. Um, Eric, I'm going to you for the next one. The top three wide receivers in standard scoring – Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Tyler Lockett. All right. Well, I'd punch Tyler Lockett because he plays for the Seahawks. Um, I would tickle Chris Godwin because he's been flirting with fantasy greatness this year. So I feel like he's like tickling me a little bit with his fantasy, his fantasy numbers. And then I would rub Mike Evans. Uh, That is my guy. I would rub him hard. Uh, Every week, shout out Kevin Soon for benching him two weeks in a row. Uh, I'm, first of all, again, not shocked that you're playing with your heart here and you're talking crap about Lockett. And I'm a little shocked that actually you put Evans over Godwin, considering you have Godwin in a lot of leagues, I know. I have Mike Evans, too. Oh, okay. Fair, fair, fair point. Fair point. Um, also, right. Kevin is an idiot. He benched Devontae Adams, too, in I think one or two leagues when he was actually Can- active. He, he started Devontae Parker like seven weeks ago because he had a dream that he caught four touchdowns and played him in like every league, and he had like one catch for six yards. So, God. Um, all right, so, John, our next one, Odell Beckham, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Devontae Adams. I am punching Odell Beckham. I don't think he's been very good this year, and I don't see Baker turning him any good. I am tickling Juju Smith-Schuster. He seems like a playful guy. He might like a little tickle. Uh, But I also am not sold on Mason Rudolph, and I am rubbing Devontae Adams because he's got the one of the goats, Aaron Rodgers, who, by the way, has less comeback, fourth-quarter comeback wins than Derek Carr. Look it up. Is that actually a stat? Yep, it's actually a stat. He has like a weirdly low number where it's like three. Wow. So that's something. If you take one thing away from this pod today, Derek Carr is more clutch than Aaron Rodgers' hot take. Um, And probably only here. (laughs) From the only Raiders fan I know. Um, We move on to our one of our last ones here. We have David Montgomery. We have uh, Tevin Coleman. And we have Todd Gurley. Uh, Jason, so who do you like out of this group? Ooh, this is a tough one. Um, I've got Coleman and Gurley in different leagues. I mean, after last week, it was kind of tough watching Coleman uh, put up a dud and Brader run all over the other team. I, I feel like I'm going to go with uh, Punch Montgomery just because I don't own him. And I think that after this week, um, he's going to go back to being a part of the Mad Nagy stupid-ass system. Um I'll tickle Coleman just because I'm worried that um, Brady's going to take his numbers whenever he has a couple bad runs. And I'll, uh, I'll rub Todd Gurley because I, I just think the talent's there, even though his, uh, his injury is getting him down right now. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Eric, last one. Again, this one for you. Um, I put uh, Eric's man crush is Chase Edmonds. Mm-hmm. So Chase Edmonds uh, – Ronald Jones and Philip Lindsay. Okay. 
Well, David, for you, I'll punch Ronald Jones so that he doesn't that's, play. That's Sunday. all I ask. That's all I ask. And and then that way you feel better about your decision. Ronald Jones also, his hair is like in between twists and dreads. Um, and I don't like that. I think he needs to be decisive. Uh, I'm going to rub Chase Edmonds because that is my man crush. And I am going to tickle Philip Lindsay uh, because of that afro he has. And because he teases you with good plays and then reminds you that uh, he is small and Royce Freeman is bigger. Fair enough. Uh, we have our last bonus one here for John, who, uh, so those of you who don't know, John sometimes goes by Edelin. Julian Edelin, Kevin's favorite player, Stefan Diggs, and Emmanuel Sanders. Who's this for? I missed it. This is for, for Edel. I am. It's a tough one. Did he cut out? On the fly, switching to Jason. <laughs> okay. Who's your, uh, who's for this last one? Who are you uh, punching, tickling, and uh, rubbing? All right. Uh, I'm punching Diggs as long as Thielen's out. I don't think that their pass offense is going to be good at all. I'm going to uh, go with the tickle on Edelman. I just think he's solid, but um, I don't own him, so he can go fuck himself. And uh, I am rubbing Emmanuel Sanders. I have him in one league. I think he's been nasty on the 49ers. He's their only solid pass-catching option um, outside of Kittle. And uh, I think he's going to be a lot of league changers in the flex spot. All right. That's fair enough. Um, We kept it actually at about just an hour. Um, So thank you all for listening and tuning in. Hopefully you guys like the new drops. That's something I'm going to make sure I incorporate each week. Any recommendations that someone has, uh, please just send them in. Um, We'll be happy to try to include as much uh, news and creative stuff as we can, especially if you have ideas for good segments. Uh, Jason, man, thanks for joining the pod today. Of course, of course. And uh, Good to uh, have you, my little Jewish. And uh, John apparently is cut off, so John does send his regards. Um, And Eric, anything you want to say before we cut off here? Um, Jimmy Garoppolo is assistant quarterback. Oh, Carson Wentz is a worse quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo. Do we have one more bet? If uh, one more bet of who's gonna have a better week, Garoppolo or Carson Wentz? Uh, yeah. What do you mean the Eagles are not playing this week? Oh, whoops. Does does he does Garoppolo have to get negative points for me to win (laughs) that or what? Hey, it happened with uh Sam Darnold. But does Jimmy Garoppolo see ghosts? No. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for joining in. I'm going to play us out with our official theme song, First Down by Ray Ray. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. Hey. Yeah, Better bring your heart. D Mendy here from the Triple Play Fantasy Football Show. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's 
everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started.